over half million of dollars in complaints, which is average was 69. So it means like several emails, several DMs, several people were reaching out to us and saying that we scamming them, never ship the products and the tracking number is fake. And we start receiving the chargebacks. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. And I want to thank my listeners from the US, Thailand, UK, Australia, Canada, India, Philippines, Singapore, Germany, and Sweden, all of you guys, and many, many more. I want to thank you for joining this mission. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Academy, and I'm here with featured guest, Anatoly Lubinsky. Anatoly, are you ready to join the mission? Yes, Andrew. I'm excited to share my experience. I'm looking forward to it. So let me introduce you to the audience. Anatoly is an entrepreneur, e-commerce expert, and a holder of four-time Two Comma Club Awards. He is the founder of GSM Growth, an agency that helps e-commerce entrepreneurs achieve a new level of growth in their business. And he's also a co-founder of ecomscout.io, an AI-powered service that tracks all loss events in advertising campaigns, providing real-time data and insights for informed decision-making and optimized ad spending. And in addition to his entrepreneurial pursuits, Anatoly hosts the highly acclaimed Ecom Business Stream podcast. The podcast showcases real-life stories from successful entrepreneurs, executives, investors, and thought leaders offering a glimpse into their journeys to success in the business world. Anatoly, take a minute and tell us about the unique value that you are bringing to this wonderful world. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you having me here. And I for sure believe in my unique value in the world in terms of where I get started and where I am today and who I became today because of the past so basically my background i was completely broke ukrainian guy in dubai and well, i was just trying to start my e-commerce business with no cash in the pocket with a lot of struggles wife pregnant sent her back to ukraine so it's like a backstory but what's bring the value from what i'm just saying because i had i opened something in myself that when human wants something and has no plan B and has a strong why and understanding what exactly is matter and the most important seeing from significant of people, of wealthy people, what's the same thing, one same thing there. It is never quit and like do whatever it takes and even more like because some particular moments I was feeling that the grass is going under my my feet. I was really completely destroyed, but I never had any single moment of my life where I would say, I have to stop it. I have to quit. When majority of the people actually have this kind of issue because everyone thinking about plan B, everyone are thinking about something what can be done differently. I had no other choice. And I opened for myself when I get my first success with the e-commerce world and generated first seven figures, which is over 1 million in profitable sales, I realized one thing that we can manage everything. 
Like I, I had no clue how to do. My goal was 3000 a month maximum. I was thinking it would be incredible life for my, my family. And now definitely it's different goals. But the thing is that by opening myself that any kind of situation can be manageable, I start teaching my team who is now with me before I was completely alone. And now whatever is happening on our journey, always I'm saying like what uh, something like this year was really incredible tough time during the summer. Mm. And like I was thinking there is going to be no way to manage. I mean, it was super stressful. But guess what? We just count down in the meeting and I said, guys, we'll manage. There is no solution, but we will manage you. Guess what? In three weeks, we find out the solution. We create the solution. So my unique value, I believe that human being, it's something what humans don't understand, that you can do more than you think you're capable of. So mm -hmm. believe in yourself and just don't quit on the middle of the road because in the next corner could be exactly that part of success where you were looking for. And what's the ideal customer for you? Who is somebody that's, perfect. They find you, they find your website, they find your service. Maybe you can describe that so that the listeners, if, if they're in that situation, they may say, Hey, I got to learn more. <laughs> sure. Like basically what we are doing, we have uh, as a main business, it's a GSM growth agency where we are building advertising ecosystem for Shopify brand owners, which is like we managing stores and advertising platforms such as Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Google, email, SMS marketing for the brand owners by building the consistency in profitability on, on the flow of the marketing for the owners. So our ideal customer, it's already proven by the several customers who we work with. It's the intelligent mindset person, hustle person who understand that nothing is coming right now, right here. Obviously, when it's coming, it's amazing, but he never expect to receive it at this particular moment because he's already in the business. He knows some kind of pitfalls. He knows what e-commerce means. And like by investing online in the advertising and not getting back instantly, it's normal because usually it takes 60 to 90 days to optimize, to create the, that kind of flow, which will be generated profitable results. As I'm saying, sometimes it's from day one, but most of the time it's 60 to 90 days to finding out, to optimize and start scaling. And the business owners who understand the process of their business well and knows their metrics, educated in terms of their metrics and just lost in terms of like not enough time, not enough people, or maybe not enough skills to mm. scale. Those people are perfectly fit and we are moving together for long. People who has like less what I just said, usually they are coming and living on in terms of like three, four, five months. And people who are really in that kind of criteria of uh, our perfect customer avatar staying with us for almost forever. And where if somebody says, hey, that's me, where should they go to learn more? Yeah, sure. Like there is several directions. One of them, one of the best where I'm personally can reply to you, it's Ecom by Natoli Instagram profile mm -hmm. and jsmgrowthagency.com. It's our website where you can go. There is like uh, possibilities to have a call with me or one of my team members where we can go through audit with you of your business and understanding if you need to help from someone else, if it things are working on your end or no, we can guide you through and you can go and implement by yourself. Or we can actually, if we both seeing that we are perfect fit to work together, maybe we can cooperate. But like sometimes just consultation is enough for business owner understanding what needs to be done next. And they just after the call implementing by themselves. 
Great. And I'll have links to all that in the show notes. So anybody that's listening and want to learn more, I just went to your Instagram, which I'm following you now there. So now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. <laughs> I appreciate it, Andrew. Yeah, actually, I have several investments made in general in terms of like education and which didn't work fine like let's move it's like six figures a year we investing in, in education for our team and several of them are not the best fine let's keep it we are investing in real estate as a set like i'm co-founder of adm enterprises where we buy houses but just making them nicer put the tenants in and making the refinances there were several pitfalls, but I cannot call that like a bad investment because real estate in general, it's a great investment. Mm -hmm. I have something in my mind, which is was like big lesson for me in terms of my e-commerce journey. It was back in 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. And that was, I believe, like because of I want to educate people, do not repeat the same mistake. I want to share that with you guys. So we decided uh, when we start scaling with my business partner, his name is Mas. He was in Minnesota. I've been in Ukraine that time. We start scaling like shoe store and we start scaling hard, like uh, from nothing to 50K, 150K months, 250K in a couple of weeks and so on. So we just start scaling the results, sales were going on. And the thing is that we were so I would say positive uh, viewing all those things as a newbie. I mean, I already was experienced over like one and a half year there, mm. but I never scaled like to bigger numbers. And here we go. We just start scaling and we pay for a supplier value of the inventory of over $200,000 just like to ship to our customers instantly. And because cash flow was so big and so fast that we were like, yeah, let's pay it. Like just let him handle it. Because we were already a couple of months with him, you know. But the thing is, <laughs> we were selling shoes. Shoes we, which we never seen, okay? We never seen the shoes. We have, like, on, on the pictures of our websites, pictures were amazing and so on. But, like, we start in the middle of this process. We, like, paid big amount. And, like, on the middle of this process, people start, like, sending us some emails. Oh, my God, what crap you send it to us? <laughs> And be like, okay, like it happens, like ignoring, like our VA is just like, do not bring that much attention, just saying, sorry, like we have the script, like how exactly to handle this situation. And one day, like one of the customers said to us, where should I send the shoes, guys? We're like, no, no, it's fine. It's a gift. Let, let us uh, ship to you another one, better quality and so on. He's like, no, 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 no. I want owners to see their shoes. Uh, like, like, okay, let it send to Minnesota to Mars and let's see what's happening. <laughs> when he sent it, he sent us email like I forwarded to you guys and look what kind of crap you're selling to people. And I sent you exactly in such kind of package which you are sending to us. And my my partner just calling me. Usually we like call, almost not using FaceTime calls, but he like calling me like something happened. I'm taking up the phone and like Anatoly, it's insane. Like a box arrived. And like I, when I opened the box, the smell of my on my in my house, it's like some kinds of toxical materials like came in the room. Like, what do you mean? He said, look, and he opened the box and there is like a garbage bag rolling with the tape. Yeah. <laughs> like he said, this is how we ship in the products to our customers. 
and he like unpackaging the box and smell going he said smell is insane i almost crying and the shoe was like plastic one and we were selling leather shoes and it was all leather oxford shoes and i was feeling so bad like okay what should we do we just paid another two hundred thousand, like uh, for ship to our customers because like it was one of the biggest months we like pay upfront all the fees and he said i really don't know but maybe it's a mistake so we start asking our suppliers suppliers start sending us this is first lesson learned that you need to ask when you start scaling your business, even when you start just seeing a couple of sales here and there, ask your supplier to send you pictures, video in the warehouse, how they look like, how they like moving, how how the mm -hmm. thing is working. Tell them what the package is, is. So you need to really double check before you're going to be scaling your sales. And we like start asking, and he was swimming around about the answer, but at the end he send us a couple of pictures, couple of videos, which is all much better what we have seen. But we sent him back like, no, it's some mistakes. Okay, that's not about the bad investment. Bad investment happened here. When we pay 200K, like we realized we have a better quality shoes. We told him only from this moment, those kind of shoes, like nothing else, whatever else, we're gonna be just deducted from the payment. But the thing is after that conversation, it was March, 2019. We were in the middle of the month, like over 250K already and like paid up front for several things. And two weeks after, people start reaching out to us. Where is my order? Where is my order? Where is my order? Where is my order? Not like time to time. The real like attack from the customers. Where is my order? We're like something strange going on here. We're like, let us check. We're checking the, the tracking numbers. The tracking numbers are fake. Like uh, the tracking numbers provided by supplier are not working. We're like, wait a second, what's happening? We start reaching out to supplier. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sending it. I send it all good, all good. Like, no worries. Like we are saying tracking numbers doesn't work. We have a lot of like people who are about to open chargebacks. And he's like, no, no, all good, all good. At the end, he stopped replying to us. And next two months was the real challenge for both of us to decide if you want to continue like in general doing the business as e-commerce or mm -hmm. we want to quit because like those two months it was the challenge of handling like over 200 it's in cost which is means over half million of dollars in complaints which is average was 69 so it means like several emails several dms several people were reaching out to us and saying that we're scamming them never ship the products and the tracking number is fake and we start receiving the chargebacks our stripe hold it like around 40 or no scribe for yeah around around 40,000. paypal over twenty-five thousand. another stripe hold it money and we like screwed we have no liquid cash everything is on hold whatever sales keep going it's going to the hold it account which is account just collecting and not withdrawing to us and we like again another lesson have backup providers payment providers so just switch and like your business will be healthy and mm -hmm. continue generating the cash flow from the next orders and the previous orders will be recovered. So we were not educated in that. And it's like big hold becoming bigger, bigger, bigger new customers. We need to send them items. We have no liquid cash and all that things are happening. And at the end, supplier never sent 200K of value to our customers of the product. And like... That was really insane experience. We got holds. PayPal never returned our, like today's 2024 almost. 
we never get back money from PayPal. Even there is a policy 180 days holds because the chargebacks were keep going until the autumn, the same year. They were like, we were reaching out to PayPal. Hey, like we want to get like, you have enough cash to cover the refunds. Give us like at least portional. They said, no, wait a year. We wait a year, April next year, we reach out. They just deny all our requests. We still never get those kind of 25 plus K from PayPal. Stripe somehow somewhere in a year or eight months, give us back some leftover amounts because Mm -hmm. so many people open the chargebacks. So it was incredible one of the hardest uh, moments of the like as a business owner as a brand owner it was kind of a brand but as a store owner it was the real challenge to see if you're strong enough to survive to handle the problems Mm. and like really learn your lesson or know what kind of lessons you learn it you have to sit down and analyze and when we analyze everything we're like fine i mean it's happening. And all the time I was sharing everything online, all the journey I was sharing online with our audience. This is like what I was doing quite often. And people were like, why you continue? Like you have like just to quit, change the store and so on. And we're like, why? We are in the business, guys. And like, if we won't be able to be responsible for our mistakes and learning the lessons, which is like, happen to us as fails we won't be a goal forward i mean we won't survive in this business so this situation made us stronger we went almost to bankruptcy i even have no i remember my partner got credit card for 35k or something like that and we just clean it up like we i I don't remember how we handled the cash flow gap which we had but the thing is that yeah we handled that situation it was super tough it's kick us out for like couple of months minimum from the like whole story of the business we had to stop the ads like until we handle everything so like value of 200k we just give as a gift to the supplier who just cheat us and like it wasn't funny story but mm. that was a really unsuccessful investments ever that's quite a story and i think one of the lessons that i learned from this story and other stories that i hear like it from people that are ordering fulfilling orders from other manufacturers and other places is that first thing is you got to start slow you know the the manufacturer or the distributor is always going to ask for a lot of money up front and you got to hold the line and say i can't i gotta i gotta do this piece by piece i've got to do it small batch by small batch and they'll always say no you can't it's got to be this amount then you got to find another supplier and i just think that that's one of the lessons the other lesson that i take away is that I was just thinking about my own factory one of the factory the factory that i have in thailand is a coffee factory and we roast coffee but you know i was just thinking about wow how easy fulfillment can be if we were to do that type of business because we control the manufacturing Mm -hmm. you know we're sitting here in thailand where i am with a factory that has a you know large output and you know we supply b2b but maybe you know we should be looking at something where you know where we, the benefit is that we're never going to have that kind of trouble with the manufacturer or third party that's providing the product or service. What do you think about that? That's 100%. This is the level when you are like, we didn't go forward with the shoes 
business anymore. Like by end of that year, we just like shut it down because we decided that size problems and the and the quality problems still there. And it was really shoes. It's it's a tough niche. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a hard niche to handle in terms of there is always higher return rate, chargeback rate. And we went to health and beauty niche, and this is was exactly before covid time and we scaled quite fast with already like smarter logistics and everything exactly like you described with this small like piece by piece and uh, it's a drop shipping model and like then later on step by step we were ordering like 30 orders 100 orders a day just carefully and never done anymore like never listen anymore supplier for like advanced payments for the big amount to cover it in terms of china new year it was march after china new year time this is where during the china new year we paid in advance so and in the health and beauty niche we were thinking exactly about going and finding out the china factory which is going to be producing under our control with our branded name with everything which is going to be controlled by us because that was super high ticket margin product that was really something which is can grow fast and uh, super helpful for people especially for guys 35 plus mm-hmm. who has pain in the back it was a belt for the back so but covid happened yeah and we changed our we switched our plans but the thing is yes like lessons has been learned and one of the best things like i have a friend who is uh, handling quite big fashion store fashion brand who is managing now second brand as well all of that he moved to like a warehouse in la everything mm-hmm. is there he managing by himself he decided to hire the team because like we are the we went to the agency side and because this is exactly we won't be handling this kind of things anymore we're going to be handling what we love advertising and store manage and uh, like management and uh, clients are responsible for stocks are responsible for on-time delivery are responsible for customer service so it's something which is i really like the less we just like decided this is going to be a perfect model where we can be in the business focusing on our stuff and clients on their stuff so and when it's working that way we have experience from past we educated our clients what to avoid but on the example of my friend this is exactly what you're saying he Mm -hmm. said as well like it's mind-blowing like when we scale to 50 millions a year like to stay on like third-party factories and third-party warehouses it's not possible i I mean there is a lot of pitfalls so yeah definitely it's one of the ways to go when you start growing fast you need just to start controlling thinking how you're going to be control your inventory by yourself right all right so what's a resource of yours or any other resource that you'd recommend for our listeners to what kind of subject so i have several let's talk about this i mean for those people maybe that want to learn more and you know think about it. I mean, in my case, I was just thinking about, you know, maybe I should be looking at taking the manufactured product out of my company and, you know, selling it online. We don't sell online and we don't sell it through a Shopify store or anything like that. But for someone who's thinking about, you know, that type of business, you're an expert in there. What would you recommend them to go to your website, to check out your podcast, to read a blog or what, what would be the best way for them to start? Yeah, sure. First of all, yeah, there is a couple of good, like as a Forbes business console, I have like my blog there. There is a couple of blogs has been out regarding the tendons and potential of the e-commerce in our world right now and some kind of tricks and hacks. 
plus a YouTube channel Anatoly Labinsky. I'm sharing there for you for free, like valuable things about our experience, about the case studies, about the strategies, all of that. And plus, actually, we have one ebook which is like we can give to your audience completely for free. Like mm. we'll provide the link for it. Usually it's like $97 per book, but here is going to be like completely free of charge for all the listeners. It's all about if you are in advertising world, it is all about how to make the perfect ad copy, which is will be able to generate for you better conversion rate in your ads. It's calling still my ad. It's a formula which we are using and we're able to generate over 23 millions so mm. far in the profitable results by having exactly step-by-step formula of writing the ad copies for every single product. So like just uh, I will provide the link and guys, you can actually download Great. it and learn it for, by yourself. Fantastic. Last question. What is your number one goal for the next 12 months? We are diving in a lot in AI an integration to our agency it's already in but like as you know you mentioned before we built this year the ecomscout.io it's ai powered platform for internal use and we actually one of the goals now to go external and expand that with the users because like my team said that it's incredibly useful for attribution of the advertising to run the ads correctly so one of the goals for next 12 months it's definitely get only better quality customers for our agency and make the agency bigger dramatically in terms of results, not in terms of the quantity of the customers. So now it's big attention to the quality, only the real right fit people with the minimum level of the turnover revenue in their business going on. And plus my personal goal for next 12 months, it is 15 new buildings in 2024 in real estate space, because Mm -hmm. we started this year, it's already four doors on our end and it's only in four months mm-hmm. and all of them already two of them already finished the circle of all the process two of them in the process and now according to what we can see we are able to close around 15 to 17 buildings next year if we're going to be doing exactly the same what we've done this year so this is one of the things which is i'm looking out for next 12 months Fantastic. Well, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. Remember, I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. As we conclude, Anatoly, I want to thank you again for joining our mission. And on behalf of ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Yeah, guys, like (laughs) everyone has uh, their like, fails, bad investments done, whatever, like, but the most important, like, look on your fails as a lessons and it won't, it won't be fail anymore. Like, seriously, that's the thing. Like you done the worst investment ever. It's kind of fail. But if you look on it as a lesson, analyze it, sit down and briefly thinking about everything what happened to you, you'll feel blessed for such kind of lesson with such kind of small loss whatever loss would be when you lose like high scrapper it doesn't matter you're alive your family is still healthy the most important thing about that i'm the guy from ukraine and i I was going to the border with my son when explosions were happening Mm -hmm. my wife at that time was in spain and that moment i realized one thing important in human lives like when I see, when I have seen the war in 2022, I woke up because of the explosions and shelling in the city. 
I understood that all problems in the business, it's a dust to compare the real problem which human could have seen in such way like a war. So that's why I was that time recording audio message to my team and was saying, we can manage anything in the business. If I will be alive on this particular part and all of you, you will be safe in your families because that's real problem. That's the real problem. And business can be managing all the time. So look on that and consider that as a lesson, not as a fail. And that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our well fellow risk takers. Let's celebrate that today we added one more person to our mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. This is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts, saying, I'll see you on the upside.